Have you ever thought these thoughts? My story feels unrelatable. But what if that's a lie from the enemy, convincing us that God can't use our story, that nobody can relate to the broken story that we have? Today, we have a life change story interview. I think it's going to punch that right in the nose and understand that all of us have a story that's relatable in Christ. It can be used for his glory. Welcome to Hope and Recovery, a Fellowship Celebrate Recovery podcast. This is a podcast that hopes to share on healing and hope for our mental, spiritual, emotional and relational journey through life change stories and recovery topics all centered around the beatitudes in celebrate recovery where jesus helps us to face our hurts hang-ups and habits and even broken relationships in a healthy way so that we can live out this life of freedom even in the midst of a broken world I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I struggle with drugs and alcohol and perfectionism. And my name is Rodney. I am the ministry leader of Fellowship Rogers Celebrate Recovery. And what a treat to be with you here again, enjoying some great conversations. And today is one of those I'm really, really excited about. Um, Just watching this young lady grow right before our eyes in our ministry of Celebrate Recovery. I have a friend, Amanda, here with us today. Amanda, thanks for being here. Yes, thank you. I'm very excited. (laughs) Well, introduce yourself so like you would in CR, and then we'll jump in. Yes, my name is Amanda. I am a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, and I struggle with chemical dependency, codependency, mental health, and PTSD. So thank you. Yeah. Hey, Amanda. So glad you're here. So Amanda, we were talking about this and, um, and let me just say this. You've been coming to uh, CR a little over a year yes. and, and I can't believe by the way, that it's been a year I already. Know. <laughs> I know. I was thinking that the other yeah, day. It's crazy, but I can remember just watching you. You're one of those people from early on. I can remember just the impact of watching how on fire you are for your recovery. We'll get to that in a minute, but, but I wonder if we could kind of paint a picture um, because I think people that have not come through the doors can relate to this. Speaking of unrelatable, relatable stories, but but you walk in, you're, you're, you've heard about Celebrate Recovery. I'm guessing life wasn't great at that point. That's correct. <laughs> it was not great. Yeah. So you had this tornado, the storm come in your life as life can kind of throw at us. And you hear about this ministry, Celebrate Recovery. Um, take me through that first night or maybe first few nights where you're trying to get through that door. That's a scary place, isn't it? It was very scary. Um, And if we're being a little bit honest, I sat in the parking lot for a good 45 minutes before I ever walked through those doors. Um, This is your first night. My very first night. Yeah, I am less than 48 hours um, out of jail and terrified. You know, I feel like I have an entire state against me. Mm. Um, My community is against me. And here I am. I am, I feel like the most broken person um, in America, in the whole world. You know, I, there's nobody that's going to relate to me in here. Nobody's been through what I've been through. Nobody's going to understand. They don't want to listen. And then I start to overanalyze and, you know, Oh yeah. 
here he comes. Yeah. Um, that mind reading. Yes. And, yeah. I'm like, celebrate recovery. I'm like, all of these people are celebrating being recovered and I'm not that. Mm. I'm not even close to that, you know? Um, and wow. so I finally, all the anxiety in the world, walked through the front doors. Um, and I just remember going, this is my first time here. I'm scared. I'm nervous. And it was just... I had so many words coming out of my mouth all at the same time, um, just because I haven't had normal, basic human interaction in yeah. four months. Yeah. So let me let me set that because you said a couple things that are so important. I'm so glad you said it because I wonder if someone else is thinking this. Celebrate recovery is just a place where all the people that have recovered are celebrating. Yes. And that's that's not what celebrate recovery is, right? You no. learn that, but I'm so glad you said that because. When we say celebrate recovery, we're, we're even day one, our recovery begins. So we're not celebrating pain. We're not celebrating that we've finally arrived and we're celebrating that we're on that road and the change process is, is continuing. Right. So yes. I'm so glad you said that. And that, and that makes me, it makes me sad for you too, that you're sitting in that parking lot. Nobody knows you're here. Nope. You're sitting in there. Emotions are running rampant. Your mind is running a million miles sure. per hour, right? And you're thinking, man, I don't know if I can do this. And you're overanalyzing. And something changed. What got you out of that car seat and through the front door, Amanda? So I had made a promise to God the night that I got arrested. I, I gave myself to God that night, back of a back of a cop car of all places, um, and I just remember being reminded of that promise. You know, I said, God, I don't know what it's going to take. I need you to get me out of this situation or call me home because I have no mm. other way out. Desperate. And I'm desperate. Yeah. Um, and so I just remember out of nowhere, you know, thank goodness the Holy Spirit exists. Uh, you know, just talking and listening to God talk to me really in that moment mm. um, and telling me I've got you. I've promised that I've had you since you came to me. I've been with you this whole time, but I've just been waiting for you. Allow me to give you this resource. Go inside and just trust me. Mm. You know, and I'm thinking, okay, God, you know, I remember last time I really prayed. I ended up, you know, in jail. Yeah. Not exactly what I had in <laughs> planned, you know, but I trusted you and you, you got me here. I'm sober. Now is the time that I can really really put this promise to good use. So I'm going to mm. go through the door and I'm going to see what it's about, but I'm going in cautious. Yeah. All the walls are up, you know? So I still at that point hadn't fully given myself. Yeah. Myself but you were over. curious and just the possibility maybe, but it, it makes sense because a lot of people come in, they don't, they're not in that place where they're ready to fully receive it. They're still in kind of investigative mode, right? Yes. You were investigating. Is this really going to work? Yes. Is this for me or am I too broken? 100%. And this helped me. So while I was in jail, I met a wonderful woman um, who kind of took me under her wing and gave me a life's healing choices book wow. while I was in jail. And so I had a little bit of knowledge of, of Celebrate Recovery, but I'm like, you know, I got to the end of the book and it's like, okay, like maybe they're not all 100% recovered, you know? Yeah. And I'm still struggling, you know, does that even exist? Can you be fully recovered? Yeah. And so I'm like, I, I got to find out. I yeah. have to know having an addictive personality, <laughs> I'm going to have to find out. I have to at least try it once, mm. you know? And so it was really just that push, but it was more than anything, just a call from God. Yeah. Just walk in, just trust me. I've got you, mm. you know, we may not be on the path that you expected. You know, you, I think when you prayed, you might've thought, 
rainbows, butterflies, <laughs> unicorns. You Easy know. road from here. Yeah, because, you know, that's I don't come from a religious background, so I didn't know any different. I've yeah. never had a relationship wow. with God. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, here we go. All yeah. right, I'm going to trust you, but I'm going to have, you know, maybe some not great words if this doesn't go well. Yeah. I'm really trusting you with everything I have, you know? Wow. And I think it was that night I truly committed myself 110%. Okay, I'm just going to go at this. I'm going to give it a try. Mm. I'm going to go in thinking maybe I have to go more than one time because I'm, I'm very overwhelmed. I'm very anxious and I don't know if I'm going to be able to soak it all in. Yeah. Um, but I also have all these thoughts of what if it's bad? Mm. What if somebody just recognizes preparing. me? Yeah. Oh. What am I going to say? What if I'm seen? Yes. Yeah. I was Ugh. terrified of people. And of course, CR is pretty packed on Friday nights, yeah. come to find out. Yeah. And so, I, you know, there goes that anxiety. And yeah. there goes, you know, the devil really just trying to tell me, turn around and go home. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. Um, but I walked through those doors. I'm so glad you did. I am so glad that I did yeah. too. Best thing that I, I could have done for myself in my yeah. recovery. Well, and I think you said you said something that I think is so important because it speaks to the shame message. Shame says, uh, if I'm seen, I will be rejected or I'll die. I think I lived there for quite a while. Wow. Quite yeah. a while. That's a scary place. A very scary place. Um, You know, and then I'm, I'm still new in Christianity. So I'm like, you know, is is everything that these people are saying true? Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but maybe these people know. I don't know. You're trying to find your own faith. Yeah. I'm you're trying you're to struggling, find hurting. Faith. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, wow. What a lot of courage to yeah. walk through that door. I you're know. still trying to figure out your faith, let alone dealing with the broken pieces in your life. And so, so you make it in there. I make it in. And take, Take me through your eyes of what you're seeing. What are you feeling? What are you experiencing in your first experience? You go to, I'm guessing, probably worship at that point because you missed the meal. If I you're did. <laughs> I did. I found the name tags. Um, and I remember going in and uh, the person at the front desk was was very nice, yeah. um, very welcoming. And I, I remember thinking, okay, well, she didn't recognize me, so I'm okay. Mm. She doesn't know who I am. She doesn't know my past. She doesn't know the things that I've done. So, wow. whew. We're good. And I go into worship and I'm like, okay, you know, this isn't bad. There's a lot of people here. And I wanted to sit in that back row so bad, <laughs> but I knew if I did, I would be too close to the door. It was an easy out. Yes. So <laughs> I made myself sit yeah. in the middle to get wow. as much as much information you as just I could. jumped in the deep I had end. to I knew that's what yeah. I had to do because I I knew I've been fighting all these thoughts for an hour now you know wow. I'm like okay I made it inside I know that the old me would be okay with that like okay I went I didn't like it yeah I left mm. but I knew if I wanted to change my ways I had to change how I was doing things so I just dove right in there wow um, listen to the worship cried because of course everything you know i'm like oh my gosh i feel that yeah i feel that song that's me and i'm like how did these people know <laughs> you know i'm like i've been spotted are they speaking directly yes to me? and i remember several times looking and being like okay i'm not the only one here i'm not, there's other people here you know and and they're just as about it as everybody else i'm like okay you know maybe maybe it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be and then the message came um, and it was late November when I first came. So we were nearing the end of the, of the, of yeah, eight, the cycle. You know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And so I remember thinking, I'm like, wow, okay, well, you know, and then, and then the chip, the chip thing happened and that's what got me in. I'm like, oh my gosh. And to this day, I still cry every Friday when people get their chips. Oh. Um, because I just remember what it was like for me to get my first blue chip. Yeah. You know, and it's I a remember big deal. it is. I still have it. Wow. Um, and that's that's the thing that I show to spread CR. Like, yeah. look, look what you get, you know. Wow. And while the chip is exciting, let me tell you why this is so exciting. So so for those that are listening that may not be aware, we do we do sobriety chips where we mark whether you have an addiction or just whatever you're marking 30 days from when you surrendered or sobriety date, whatever. And so we, we do sobriety chips, but then in the night we do the blue chip and that's just kind of the beginning marker that if the Lord's laid something on your heart that you walked in with, it just marks the beginning of your journey. Did you pick up a blue chip that night or? Okay. Wow. I I picked up a blue chip that night. Were you just shaking? Tell me what's, take me down that aisle. Um, (laughs) So, you know, at first I was like, oh, absolutely not. I'm not going up there. I'm trying to avoid people. There's a ton of people here. And now you want me to go to the front, you know? Mm. And so, but I just remember feeling so overwhelmed with just joy and feeling for the first time in probably years that I'm somewhere where I belong. Wow. I had such a sense of peace just kind of come over me as I'm walking down the aisle, you know, I'm mm. stepping out. I'm like, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me. So sorry, coming through, <laughs> you know, shaking, trying to tell these people like, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to go. Get yeah. a, I'm just trying to go get a chip. My life's broken. Yeah, I need help. I need help. But yeah. now, you know, now yeah. the whole aisle knows, you know, but that's okay. And then I get to the aisle and I just, <sighs> mm. it's just a breath of fresh air. And I'm like, you know what? This isn't bad. I, I don't know what really to feel about CR just yet, but I know that I'm doing the thing that I'm I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. I know that this is, you know, my tiny little moment from God where see, like, it's not that I told you so, but I, I got you. I wow. promised you that I would carry you through to the end of this. You trusted me and, and look where you are. You literally just surrendered your life and all of the problems that you had to God. Mm. And so I took that chip and I asked him if I had to get a chip um, for all of my problems, like one chip for each problem. And, you know, they kind of giggled at me and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm new. You're trying to um, figure it out. Yeah. And they're like, it's just one chip because he can fix it all. And I, I remember, okay, okay, that's, we got our chip. Now what? Yeah. You know, now what? Oh, wow. It, it gives me goosebumps. <laughs> I'm sitting here imagining that first experience and just... That was a game changer for you. Yes. And just seeing you now sitting here just across the table talking to me, it's like, and thank you, God, for courage yes. that you put in Amanda and and gave her the courage to step forward to do that. And you don't have to go down there to pick it up. If you want to hit us afterward, we'll give it to you. But what a, what a game changer for you. You walked down that aisle and scared and you gave it to God. Mm-hmm. What, a, what a beautiful picture. So when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to kind of kind of turn the corner on jumping into that small group experience and what that was like for you and kind of unpack where you are now. So we'll, we'll be right back and we'll unpack that with Amanda. Stick with us. Well, hey, friends, we'd love to have you join us at Celebrate Recovery Friday nights. We have a Fellowship Fayetteville Celebrate Recovery and a Fellowship Rogers Celebrate Recovery. We meet at the same time, 6 o'clock for a meal uh, till 6.45, and then we go into the main worship center in the Rogers campus. We go in the, the student center on the Fayetteville campus, 
And at 7 o'clock, we have a great time. We'd love for you to come be a part of that. Fellowshipcr.org if you'd like more information. Come see us this week. Welcome back. Talking with Amanda, a life changed in Celebrate Recovery and changing. We're, we're renewed and being re, uh, in the process of renewing and just loving this conversation with Amanda. Amanda, when we left, we were talking about just the um, that that experience of picking up that blue chip. So you've got the blue chip. You're in now. I'm in. You're in. This is night one. This <laughs> yes. is the girl that would normally Run. dip her toe in and say, I'm out. Yes. This is too hard. And, and let's be clear, th- this is scary and it's hard, but but it's so worth it. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm so glad that you stuck with it. So so you get the blue chip and now you're coming back. You're you're coming to the, the large group meeting. Yes. When did you first experience that open share small group? And tell me about that. What was that like? Yes. Um, I'm an avid journaler. So on November 17th, I went to my first open share. <laughs> I love it. Um, and I was mortified back at square one. Mm. You know, I'm like, I've made all this progress. I don't understand why I'm so nervous, but this is really the spot to be vulnerable. Yeah. And I remember thinking, you know, I've been to some meetings before and it wasn't optional. And so I'm thinking, oh my, I'm going to have to tell all these people everything that, you know, all in one go. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yeah. Um, and so I really was praying hard all Friday, you know, God, if, if now wow. is my time to speak, then please provide me the words because we both know I don't have them. Yeah. I'm terrified. Um, and I, I went and I didn't have to, I wasn't required to share. Yeah. And that was something that was very big for me because yeah. I didn't feel the pressure yep. that I felt in other, you know, in other programs or yeah. other classes that I was yeah. And so I just remember hearing how vulnerable everybody was. And mm. I was like, does she, you know, do they know there's people here? Like, I can't believe. But then I, I had this change of heart mm. mid mid open share, you know, some people were sharing some really heavy stuff that I related to. Mm. And here I am like, okay, maybe I am a little bit relatable. You know, I, I went through some really bad stuff and I thought surely nobody else had been down that road before, <laughs> you know, it was just me. Yeah. Um, and now I'm listening to other people share a similar walk and I'm starting to feel a little bit more comfortable. Like, you know what? I know that I have God to rely on, um, but he is literally putting people in front of me that is going to be such a great resource for my recovery. Mm. Um, and just being so at peace with that. And I didn't, I didn't talk for a long time because I was just scared, but I was just absorbing what everybody else yeah. was sharing. And I just remember being so almost jealous mm. of how vulnerable they could be. And then also to realizing how helpful that was for me to listen and be like, wow, you've been right where I'm at and look yeah. where you are now, yeah. you know, like that's where I want to be. And so it gave me that encouragement. It gave me that little kick in my step that I needed. But it also was securing that relationship with God for me because I get to see firsthand exactly these walks that people go through. See the fruit. Yes. And find your own story and other people's yes. story. And that's so yeah. That that's kind so of good. took that that fear out of me where, okay, you know, I initially went into the thinking, I'm never gonna relate. I don't know anybody here. I hope they don't know who I am to being this person that's like, let me bring you here because there is a whole community where it doesn't matter if we went through the same walk of life, mm. we're relatable because we're Christian. Wow. We both get- We're broken. Yes, we're, we're all broken. Yeah. You know, 
and we're all working together. It's yeah. not, it, it wasn't a, oh, well, I've done this. Well, I've done this and this, you yeah. know, it wasn't a competition. It was a, I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. I want to encourage you. Let me be support for you. And I've never had that. Yeah. Um, like, so oof. that was eye opening. Yeah. When I love, I love that you painted that picture too, of just the value of listening, right? Sometimes we think these meetings are just about talking, but man, there's such a value, especially for our old timers and just speaking to our old timers that might be listening in. <laughs> so important for you to get to those open shares because the next Amanda is coming this week. Yes. And on needs the bus. to hear that. We're yeah. Them. yeah. Yeah. So I love that. So you finally get to that point where, okay, I'm going to share and, you know, probably just it's disorganized. I mean, I, it's not just this beautiful, you know, eloquent speech. It's just, this is what's on my heart. I'm going to get it off my chest and just, what was that like the first time you were able to let some of those things that were trapped down in your heart and in your mind and just letting that out? What was that like for Amanda? You know, it was probably one of the better days of my life. Um, wow. I am not one. Typically, you would never know this, but before I was the last person to share what was on my mind, <laughs> to share what I had been through because I was embarrassed. Yeah. You know? I'm like, I am surrounding myself with people that, you know, maybe haven't walked this life, but I don't want to tell them because yeah. they might look at me different. But here I am now in this environment where I know I'm not going to be judged, mm. but I know people are going to truly listen to what I'm, what I'm saying. And they truly care about the things that I'm going through. Wow. Sometimes they have helpful advice and sometimes it's just scripture, but being yeah. new to religion, I needed that. Help me. Um, yeah, yeah. Give me tools. So yeah. I remember, you know, I'm, I'm shaking in my seat still <laughs> and I'm like, you know, we're, we're doing this. And yeah. I felt such a call the night I shared. It was just a very mm. random night. I had gone in um, with every intention of no, thank you. I'll pass. I'll just yeah. listen. Um, and then I don't know what came over me, but I just started letting it all out. Wow. I think I had finally come to a place where I let all my guards down. I didn't have to feel, you know, any kind of way for my past. I could almost feel not proud of my past, but um, more like not ashamed. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. ashamed of yeah. the things that I've done. Well, that's a, that's a good thing. I mean, it's good when we can own our story and not make it our identity. Yes. Take responsibility, own it. Uh, you know, I have to own this, but it's not going to be my identity as the enemy tried to make it for too long for you, right? Yes. It's like, I'm just going to get this out. Yeah. Uh, and it, it felt great. I mean, I had 28 years of just things that I needed to unpack and I was saying things that I had shoved way down in there. It's like, where'd that come from? And I remember being like, what am I saying right yeah. now? These people are going to think I'm crazy. And I was like, you know what? No, they're not. Yeah. Because these people come each week and they choose to be vulnerable and that's hard. Yeah. And you're telling me we have hundreds of people that actively <laughs> choose to come every week to yeah. be vulnerable. That's insane, but it's so great. Wow. Um, and I had gotten so many things off my chest, things that previously may have been a huge trigger, hmm. but I was finally in a place where I felt like God was the sole purpose. Yep. It wasn't about anything else but God and just people coming together as Christians and fellowship and, and really just being there for you. Yeah. I mean, that was life changing. Wow. I love that. Thank God. I, and I love just the safety in that space. Something in your body, your heart, your mind said, it's safe. And these people are safe. They're going to keep my anonymity. They're going to keep confidentiality. 
They're not going to try to fix me. They're just going to listen and love me in the space. And what a beautiful picture, right? Yeah. So so what did that look like when you you transitioned? You just recently completed a step study. I did. What, what did that look like to get into a step study? Was that a scary? Was that just like, all right, that's the next logical thing I'm in? What was that like? So I initially wasn't going to because I'm like, you know, I'm just still pretty new to all this. Yeah. But I ended up being court ordered to. Um, and it was the best thing. Um, and the wonderful ladies in my step study will probably all tell you too, you know, <laughs> here I am day one of my step study and I'm, I'm the girl that's now, okay, I need to take a step back. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Mm. Um, so I'm here because I'm court ordered to be here. Wow. I'm on fire for CR and what it's about, but I don't know if I'm quite ready to address all of the things that yeah. I've done. What a vulnerable thing to say. Right? Just, I got to be honest. Well, I mean, that's the truth. Yeah, I, yeah. I did not want to sign up for a step study. I was yeah. terrified because I'm just now getting comfortable with this. And now, you know, I'm going to go into this and we dive deeper. Yeah. Way deeper. Right. Um, and that can be really scary and that can be really intimidating. Um, and I remember praying about it. You know, God, am I in the right program? Is this the time for me? You know, court thinks it's the time for me, but I don't know if it's the time for me. You know, yeah. I need help. I need some guidance. Yeah, here. I'll catch up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember um, my step study leader coming up and she said, hey, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you came to our step study and I can't wait to see what this has in store for you. And I remember thinking, oh, okay, you know, all right. Yeah. You say that you know, to all the girls. Yeah, right? I'm sure that's a script, you <laughs> yeah. know. And um, then, you know, we start getting into to step study and people become very more vulnerable in there. And so I just remember feeling like, you know, I know this is court ordered, um, but that's not why I'm here anymore. Mm. I'm here because I truly want to be. Thank you court system for making wow. me go through this 12-step program because I never would have touched on half the things that I touched on. Wow. I don't know that I would have ever found an environment where I truly just felt safe wow. and I truly felt at home had I not found CR. So while I'm over here arguing, you know, with <laughs> God being like, you know, I prayed, you took me to jail. Yeah. Mm, you're making me really uncomfortable. You're putting me outside of my comfort zone. And I look back on that now and I'm like, man, thank you. Yeah. I am so glad that you paved that path for me because I would not be where I'm at today. I would have never probably found CR. Mm. I would probably still be in the system. Wow. Honestly. Praise God. I'm so glad you're not. Me too. So, so you work through the principles, mm -hmm. which is, it is extensive and it's yes. getting deep, but what, what was your biggest takeaway? What, what did God teach you about you in that space yeah. that's been a, a game changer for you? Yeah. So I have always come from a background that I need to heal people. Um, I'm the healer of all things except for myself. Um, <laughs> and so in doing this, I really learned a lot about myself. You know, before my, my hobbies were drugs. Hmm. And my life surrounded around drugs, you know. And now I'm learning so much about myself. Um, and I'm learning I am relatable, you know, yeah. where I initially thought, oh, no, nobody has been on this walk. I just know it. Yeah. To, I met so many great people that have come from a similar walk. But now I look at it as, you know what? There's going to be somebody that comes through that door that's been on the exact same walk. And I am so glad that I am here. Mm. Because if I if I wasn't, you know, I, I would be right back to square one. Yeah. Um, and so just looking at this picture from a whole, from where I started to where I'm at now, um, I, people will refer to me as a godly woman. Um, wow. And that blows my mind to this day. <laughs> so are you, oh, you're talking about me. Okay. I know. I'm like, who? Oh, oh, that is me. Yeah. And so going through CR, 
God has really taught me to trust myself because mm. I don't need to rely on others. I don't need to fix everybody else. I'm fully capable of healing myself. Now I can give you resources and he's given me plenty of resources to yeah. allow to give to other people to fulfill that for me. And that's been great. Mm. Um, but really just trusting myself. I can make decisions by myself. You know, I can trust that God, no matter what, it doesn't matter what turmoil comes. I'm no longer scared of my future. I don't fear anything about my future because I know that God's got me. Look mm. where I, you know, you mentioned where I was a year ago. I can't believe I'm at where I'm at, but I wouldn't have been like that if I didn't follow God's plan and I didn't learn to trust him and myself. Wow. Oh, I love that. I love that. Just finding your identity in Christ is you're a godly woman. I mean, just backing up a year prior, walking through, I don't know anything about this Jesus and church and all that. And now you have people around you looking at you saying, hey, Amanda, you're a godly woman. And it's like only God. Yes. But God, God right? But God. <laughs> I love that. Well, so I, I want to make sure that I just make a point of this. One thing that, that is so inspiring for me personally, I just want you to hear this, is one, your smile. Oh, thank you. Just the joy <laughs> that just just flows out of you. That That's God just working in and through you. But I love that you, you have this incredible um, passion Right. I mean, and I see you on social media. I, I see you bringing people. I mean, sometimes you bring carloads of people, right? I do. Come to CR. Why, why do you bring people? Why do you throw that out there and be an ambassador for Christ to, to get the word out? Why, why do you do that? Yeah. For me, um, I look at my past, the whole 29, almost 30 years of my past. And I think, uh, you know, if God loved me for who I was and what I was, no questions asked. He's going to love you. And, you know, people will reach out and, you know, will say that they're struggling. And I just want to scream like there is an entire community. I promise. Yeah. I know what you're feeling. Yeah. I know you're feeling alone. I know you may not have a clue what you're going to do two hours from now. Yeah. But if you can just allow me to give you a few hours, you yeah. know, just give me a few hours of your time. Let me tell you about and my I think Jesus. That there's, yes. <laughs> I think there's also a stigma in recovery. Yeah, there um, is. A large stigma in recovery. Yeah. And I... I don't want to be one of those people. Yes. Um, but I love being one of those people, uh, you know? Aren't we all though? Yes. Yes. We're, we're all those people, right? We, we just are. don't know it yet. <laughs> yes. You have it in you. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it was... Um, People think about recovery just related to drugs or alcohol or, you know, a sexual addiction, but it's so much more than that. Yeah. And so for me, I don't want anybody to have to feel alone like yeah. I did. I want them to know, hey, there's this whole community. I promise you there's no judgment. Mm. Take a look at me, for example. I will share my story with you <laughs> so you can see just how bad it was. Yeah. And God loved me through all of it mm. and then provided me this wonderful community of people. And even if you don't think you need CR, come check it out. Yeah. We're great. We're love. You know, yeah. I just, I can't share it enough. And I, love that. and I just want people to know that there is a place where you can be vulnerable. And while I know that that's scary and I know that that's intimidating, I promise we have you back. Yeah, We're going to be there with you every step of the way. And sometimes it's support that doesn't get people into recovery. They don't have that support. You right. know, maybe your family's not around. Maybe you're not on good terms with a lot of people in your life, 
But here are, are these group of people that will ignite a fire in you that you didn't know you had. Mm. And so it's just sharing those values of CR where I just want everybody to come. I love that. Um, and I just, I talk about it 24 yeah, seven. Yeah. I love that. Can you imagine? And if, as you're listening right now, I, can you imagine if we all took that approach and we just, we invited people, even if we get a bunch of, no, no, it's not for me. We just keep inviting what kind of impact that would have on our community. Yeah. It'd be huge, right? Yes. You yeah. know, they say recovery is possible, um, but it takes a village. Come to my village. <laughs> I promise it's worth it, you know? Oh. Um, and, and two, I think that a lot of people that are struggling maybe have family that don't quite understand that struggle. Right. Um, and CR is a great place too, where you can go to understand your loved one's struggle a little bit better because you meet real life people that are vulnerable and that are raw and they're going to give you those details that maybe you're missing. And so I see CR2 as a huge help for not just those looking to be yeah. recovered, but those looking to support people who want yeah. recovery. Yeah. Um, and that's huge. That is. For me. Oh, wow. Amanda, I just love your heart, girl. Thank you. Um, a future leader. You just don't know it yet. But uh, just so grateful for what God's done in your life. And, and you came looking for sobriety and you found recovery. You found family. You found life. Yes. And I love that. And I see that life in you, Amanda. Thank you. Just so grateful for you. And keep don't ever, as we say, uh, kind of jokingly, don't ever shut your big yapper about CR. <laughs> Trust me, I will. People need to hear that. So thanks. Hey, thanks for being with us today. I know you blessed our audience and, and uh, just love your heart and look forward to seeing you on Friday night. I will be there. <laughs> if you're a newcomer and you need somebody to sit with, just come find me. Yeah, and you say that a lot. I love I that. I love that. Yeah, come come meet Amanda. Uh, come meet a forever family. Uh, we're, we're here to, to support you. So. So Amanda, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, love you, girl, and, and just so so grateful for you. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Um, we know that uh, there are people listening that are struggling and hurting, and we just want you to know that you're not alone, and I just want you to hear the heart in Amanda's story, hear the the trembling and the fear that, that she walked in here with, and she just committed. I'm just going to give it a shot. Maybe just be curious about maybe the possibility that change is possible, that maybe there is a God who loves me and, and people will not judge me and push me away when they see uh, what shame is telling me will kill me uh, or I'll experience rejection. This is a place of love and hope, and we hope that you'll be a part of that. You too can find freedom and healing. Uh, come see us on a Friday night. Again, if you'd like more information, just go to fellowshipcr.org. We always have a great meal, and our service starts at 7. We hope to see you on our Fayetteville and Rogers campus. Hey, thanks for listening. Until then, God bless.